following episode contains mature themes, sexual content, and good times. Just so you know what to look forward to. Welcome to the world's most proliferant podcast, where the seeds of narratives grow and the fruits of our labor dangle. <laughs> I'm your host, Tanya Tutits, and joining me are Sodome Velvet and Her Royal Highness, Elizabeth Barrett Boning, and we welcome you to the Coming Together podcast. Here's the format of the show. We take turns writing a sexy tale, and we read and record between said turns. We never quite know what's going to happen. So, how's everyone doing on this auspicious day of hitting over 40,000 words? Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've This is fully a novella now. Yeah. Um, no, it's a novel. It's not even a novella. True, 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 true. Well, it's a small novel. It's a small novel, exactly. But we've made it. Here we are. We've made it. And it has narrative cohesion and it's a satisfying read. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Let us know if you're satisfied. I think it is. I think I would legit read this. <laughs> yeah, I'm satisfied with it. Yeah. Wow, this is so exciting. And this entire time we recently learned, Sodome has been running a con. Yeah. <laughs> In that, so yeah, Sodome has been timing all of our releases okay, to all. auspicious other days. Not all, <laughs> and it's not a con. It's just, it, not it's just worked out that sometimes I have more time to think about the logistics of the narrative and uh, Elizabeth Barrett Boning does not. So occasionally I have been able to time when we record and release a chapter with where Magnolia is like date wise, not year wise. Like last episode, uh, the Tijive's first voyage, commercial voyage was late September when we recorded the Christmas two-parter was happening during the holidays, stuff like that. I think literally Magnolia did arrive in Scarborough, was it, on the day that the episode was released, stuff like that, where I've, like, played around with it and it's worked out a couple times, but I'm not, like, consistent. Like, we don't – there's no consistency in this podcast. That's, like, the whole point of it is we can't. Just a little bit. We've met Shigayo a couple times. Okay, yeah, we have recurring characters. Like, we can pull that off. (laughs) You know what, though? A little inconsistent consistency is what makes it even more confusing. So that's the way to operate. We're here to confuse the reader. (laughs) Just when you think there's a pattern, it no longer exists. Just when you think there's a pattern, we forgot. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's a lot of my life. I feel like I'm like, oh, yeah, this is just how I am now. And then it's no longer that Honestly, way. <laughs> I, I, I think that's the mark of a public story is that fans would do a better job tracking the inconsistencies than the creators. I think that's just like, it's wow. always the case that the fandom does a better job. You know what? It's easier to criticize than it is to create. Yeah. Okay, fans? Yeah. <laughs> and I think the consistency is in the texture of the cum that happens. Wow disgusting that was was really gross um but actually like no we welcome it like we i liked it elizabeth and i are not historians um i i don't think any of us have ever finished a novel either so am i right in saying that i finished the first draft oh yeah yeah, yeah. well it was like a poetry novel whatever yeah yeah it's a novel yeah 
Oh yeah, well, it was well, a poetry yeah. novel. So honestly, but then I also I finished the first draft of like oh, a novel shit. novel as well. So I finished wow. the poetry novel. Okay, wow. And that one's like finished, finished, and then first draft of a of like an actual novel. Okay, I've only written a YA novel when I was thirteen, and it's terrible. It's also it's also <laughs> a ripoff of Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's formative. It's so counts. probably very Orientalist if I look back. I absolutely would love to no. read that. and then subsequently cancel you. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Someone's yeah. This this novel we're gonna we're gonna release an actual published version of the this yeah. novel, the Ouvrejam Chronicles book one, which still has no title, which still means that people who are listening, please help me come up with a title. Um, <laughs> but we'll release a paperback of this and then um everyone's gonna find out who sodome is and then they're gonna dig into their past and then they're gonna (laughs) find this novel and then sodome is gonna get canceled and then liz and i will have to put out statements (gasps) yeah there's so much drama coming up i'm sure i'll get canceled for something else to be honest i feel like (laughs) honestly we all could and that's neoliberalism no actually it could happen to anyone for yeah mm-hmm. exactly because growth isn't allowed growth isn't allowed and then but also on the flip side accountability does matter but the way we're going about it is just like it's not actual accountability no. it's just like public shaming yeah we want accountability in a carceral system yes, yes we do which is <laughs> dark okay on on a anyway <laughs> i actually before before we jump in i do have one more piece of news yes so i recently learned which is kind of sad that Sakito Shigeo died a year ago. The person, <gasps> yeah, the real person. What? Yeah, and he's so like not in the public eye, and there's like nothing written about him. Mm-hmm. That I was just like listening to some music of his on YouTube, and then I saw a whole bunch of people be like, "Oh, it's so sad that he died a year ago," and people would be like, "Oh, his music oh, will live on forever," wow. and stuff like that. And I was like, "Oh, fuck." Now I feel bad for painting to be such a dick last time. He's, he's a he's a complicated character. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. In fact, you're keeping his memory alive in keeping him a dynamic person. And I feel like all those people in the YouTube comments would really appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I think we should link yeah. to our podcast that yeah. episode in the I YouTube comments. Uh, <laughs> you want his memory to live on. Listen to this shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about pissing him off. Exactly. We just have to worry about pissing his, his ghost. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Wow. I've, I've talked about this with people. Um, I don't think ghosts can hurt us if they exist, because there would be no white people left if ghosts could hurt people. Mm, that's really re- whoa. We that's would, we would very all, we true. Would have survived. Our, our 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 demographics would yeah. have survived because we've mm. obliterated history. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And you know what? You two, yeah, your like ancestors' lines would have both been fucked mm-hmm. in different ways. For sure. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On that note, let's. And you know what? Mine too. On that note, let's <laughs> get coming. Yep. Well, <laughs> chapter 16, without further ado, let's get started. We can't wait for you to come along with us. <sighs> chapter 16. Hung like a garden. The scent of flowers hit her as soon as she came to again. That and the sound of birds chirping. Ooh, she thought, my first time to the jungle. <laughs> to the jungle. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 
(laughs) But when she lifted her head from the ground and gave it a shake, she found herself on a sculpted terrace. It did not look jungular at all. (laughs) I think I might have made up. I I just looked it up. Jungular is not a word. You know what? It's fine. This is how language evolves. Shakespeare said that if you're well, I don't know. I don't even think Shakespeare said this, but you know, if if you're not making up at least one word in a piece of writing, then it's not. It's oh, not, Shakespeare made up so much of our language. So you're just you're, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm like misquoting. Yeah, somebody yeah. that somebody somebody said that I can't remember who. There you go. And I think you were talking about. Anyways, and jungular is like that could be a useful word. I totally Why get what not? you mean. I totally get what you mean. Yeah, exactly. It makes me think about Jaguar, too, which is in <laughs> jungles. Perfect. It did not look jungular at all. Was it all real or a figment of her imagination? The more she looked, the more she saw. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Monstera fronds spilled from the wall above her, and a fountain bubbled just beside where her head had landed. She heard someone playing a lyre. Is it lyre? Is it lyre? I've always heard lyre. I've also but... always heard lyre, but I don't know. Okay. She heard someone playing a lyre at the other edge of the terrace, and all around her was lush, lush green and towering columns of brick. She quickly went to work threading some palm fronds through her hair for a more elegant look to go with the cute dress she'd bought in France. Oh, she's wearing that the whole time. Okay, okay. And that's oh, and that is the one that she stole because yes. yeah, cuz Liz won that round. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I went back and cuz she was wearing that dress during the last sexy Which scene. One? Yeah. Yours or mine? The the cute dress? Mine was, like, was mine was the um, cute one. Yours like was the, the ugly one. Mine was the cute one. (laughs) But at the very end of the last episode, she did find the cute dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did. She because she figured she decided she liked it better all along anyway. Yeah, exactly. Oh boy. She's still wearing it. I like that that it remains and that you decided to keep it and to rub it in. She quickly went to work, threading some palm fronds through her hair for a more elegant look to go with the cute dress she'd bought in France. She figured it wouldn't fit in that well here. She went for a walk to explore this new place she was in. It was stunning, really. A mountain of greenery, walls inlaid with golden leafing, the drip, drip of water trickling through the walls and nourishing the plants. She felt herself breathe in, out, deeply, the first time in a while. If she could find a way to stave off her desires and stay in this place for a while, already she was convinced. She would do that. In 25 seconds, this place had won her over. She found a bench on the terrace and sat on it. She thought about all that Sakito had said, and also what he had not said. The guy was kind of a dick, but the idea that she could control where she traveled to had struck a chord within her. She would love to be able to choose where she went to. Maybe she'd head to a solar punk community in the future to try and see what that would be like. She could also see herself having a good time in an Aztec temple, if only she had a better guide. She considered that she would likely run into him again, as it seemed to be his role to seek her out and help her along. 
Maybe if she got really blazing high, it would chill her out the next time she ran into him, and she would be able to put up with his unique ways of expressing himself enough to get to the bottom of how she could become the dominatrix of her own destiny. I love that. (laughs) That was really good. Yeah. She imagined herself blasting through the stratosphere and along galaxies, black leather dress and red collar, whipping the stars into shape. Oh my God, yes. Honestly, that should be a cover. That could be a book cover. I love that. (laughs) That's good. It wasn't a half bad (laughs) mental image. It wasn't. It was was really good. It was more than half good. Yeah, it was. Her heart called her upward in this massive gilded edifice. She wanted to see more of it. Ooh, what a setup. Nice. Oh, excellent. Overhead, a long-tailed tit landed on the bench and chirped playfully. So good. Yep. (laughs) Magnolia smiled at it, and they stared at each other until it flew off into the thick bush. That feels intentional, too. (laughs) There is some good word playing going on. (laughs) Well done. Very good. I should be moving on as well, she said aloud. At that moment, she heard rustling in among the cascading bramble. Anyone there? The rustling became a little more distant. I mean you no harm. I'm I'm just a woman looking for a good time. (laughs) If that's not what she is, what is she? She ran as fast as she could in her Spartan sandals and eventually caught up. Oh, she's still wearing the Spartan sandals. I don't think. Yeah. She took them off. I don't Did think she, she took them, them off. off I guess. Okay. Good. <laughs> wow. Look at that. She's wearing the dress from France and the Spartan mm-hmm. sandals. You're starting to get a lot of accessories with her. Mm hmm. And eventually caught up to a man with a luscious beard and even more luxurious hair. I'm sorry for scaring you. The man stopped his flight and turned. Praise Ishar, he gasped. I was running from a beautiful woman this whole time? Well, I was running toward a beautiful man this whole time. There she goes. (laughs) He smiled. I apologize. I just needed a moment alone and thought you might be an advisor or some minister needing my ear. I can assure you that the only thing I would do to... (laughs) She's such a fucking rascal. (laughs) A minx. A minx. She is. She is. is. I love that. I can assure you that the only thing I would do to your ear is nibble it playfully. His smile widened, but he seemed a tad uncomfortable. Magnolia dialed back her lust around 37%. Very specific, and I like it. <laughs> no, it's a little bit more than I thought. <laughs> I'm Magnolia. What's your name? His massive, rough-looking hands fell awkwardly to each side. Um, Nebuchadnezzar the <laughs> second. <laughs> he waited for a reaction. That is Magnolia. Definitely- Pronounce that name. Wait, is that not how you pronounce it? Uh, I've been hearing Nebuchadnezzar. I've only, only so, yeah. ever heard Nebuchadnezzar. Just... Really? Oh, Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, that sounds better. Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> yeah. I really like Nebuchadnezzar. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> Nebuch- oh, it's Nebuchadne- Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting because I have only ever heard it in like a very different context. And it's like, I've heard it like Nabu. Kadnasar, kind of like I've heard it like spe- said like that, but I think it's because I've never heard it pronounced by someone in an English context, which is uh, so interesting. No, no, but it the meaning is like Nebu, watch over my air. Yeah, 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 it's just so interesting because like it is like it is probably it's like a Zoroastrian name probably or something Mm. like I feel like 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 don't quote me on that but I think that because like that story is originally from there goes into the bible and then has moved around the world and I've only heard it said by like people who speak like Hindi you know what Mm. I mean well Naboo is Akkadian but not like not like North America Akkadian like with with yeah that's so interesting anyway and, and Naboo is, for, for listeners, the Mesopotamian mm-hmm. patron god of literacy, arts, scribes, yeah. and wisdom. Oh, wow. But I didn't know. Sexy, sexy yeah. stuff, depending on who you are. Yeah, stuff. I mean, Mesopotamia, ancient Mesopotamia was a very advanced civilization. So, it, very yeah, cool. That's true. Um, all right. Okay, so Nebuchadnezzar. No, ne- it was Nebuchadnezzar. Like, it was like a... It, okay, whatever. The second, <laughs> he waited for a reaction. Magnolia blinked. Oh, cool. You don't know me? Magnolia shook her head nonchalantly. Nebuchadnezzar the Great? The King of Babylon? Known for my military exploits and construction projects? <laughs> He's not daft at all. He's like, why do you not know who I am? I'm a big fucking <laughs> deal. <laughs> I also like that it's it's construction projects. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah but they're pretty yeah. fucking cool but that's the thing i'm like it. i love that they're being characterized as the way he says it he's like construction projects yeah well it's not like fixing a road in montreal it's like building the gates yeah, of yeah, this yeah. Car, you know like different different standards yeah. of what a construction yeah. project is magnolia blinked sorry dude i don't know you that's on me though you sound impressive he slowly closed his open mouth no no this is great I love this. Will you walk with me through the garden? He's like, ooh, buddy, I can tell my exploits too. <laughs> you know what? You're being judgmental. <laughs> Just listen. She took his arm and off they promenaded through the many tiers of this little slice of Eden. Tell me all about yourself, Magnolia. She told him a version of her life filtered through a lens informed by the little she knew about the Neo-Babylonian Empire. She told him about her family, her travels, and the many friends she has made along the way. He listened intently, his palatial eyes fixed upon her, his chiseled jaw stiff and immobile. Just like will soon be. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She had his complete attention. His rapt attention was turning her on, of course. You must have visited so many of the wonders of the world. She thought about her answer, reaching back through her memories and really, really wishing she had paid more attention in history class. I've seen the Temple of Artemis when I was in Ephesus. Ephesus? I don't remember. Ephesus. And when I visited Olympia, I saw the statue of Zeus. I traveled around Greece with the poetess for a while in my late teens, so I saw a few. 
I think that's it, though. Mm-hmm. And now you've seen the Hanging Gardens, through, though their grandeur is a bit over-exaggerated, I think. I've read some accounts, and the inaccuracies gave me a good chuckle. Just the thought of having to pump that much water to keep a massive curated forest alive. But what we've managed to have is nice, though. Is nice? <laughs> Off the cuff. Yeah, it's nice. It's It works. Nice enough to... He has different. He has different standards of what yeah, is yeah. possible to achieve. I think from from today, where we have no imagination and no yes. inno- no true innovation that that's is like true. creative. And at beautiful. least we have. At least we have. Okay, that's a big. Hey, I mean, at least we have statement. a million different iPhones. <laughs> yeah, one every six months. Yay! Anyway, <laughs> I'm still on the iPhone eight. Perfect. See, and that's the resistance. Yep. (laughs) What we've managed to have is nice, though. Nice enough to attract local fauna. Another tit landed (laughs) on his thick and girthy finger (laughs) for a brief moment before launching off. No context. It just, I also pictured it. Like, I just pictured just like a boob. Also, that is the name of another bird, right? A boob? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Who's letting people name birds? (laughs) Who is naming birds? (laughs) But then you have boring ass people who would be like yellow tailed red bird. And you'd be like, fuck fuck you. (laughs) You could have named like I don't know. Just look it up. Yeah. It's not very gross. (laughs) Like a ring tailed pew. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds like a plausible bird (laughs) to me. After some time, they sat and a servant found them. Nebuchadnezzar asked for some food and drink, and soon they were having a lavish picnic. He instructed the servant not to divulge his whereabouts. I belong to Magnolia today, he said, and no one else. It's your turn to tell me about yourself, Chad, (laughs) Magnolia said, sipping wine. He ran his fingers through his ambrosial hair and sighed. There's Nebuchadnezzar, the king, then there's Nebuchadnezzar, the man. You know, this is so, it is so hard to say Nebuchadnezzar and then to say other things. <laughs> no, I mean, like, try, try probably, again. this is, this is, I want to do this because also people definitely do this with, like, my mom's name because there are a lot of people in my family that have, like, very intense, like, Islamic names. And so, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I know that this is not a hard thing to do. It's just hard to do it in English, you know? It's it's a lot. It is a lot of syllables, of syllables. And I think it's like when your brain is working in one language and then you like bring a different mm-hmm. language's like cadence into it, it mm-hmm. like fucks you up. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I'm sure that if I – because like mm-hmm. I have no problem pronouncing like other very intense names when I'm speaking other languages. But then when you have to like – bring it in and then switch back. It's so confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Ah, Here we go. There's Nebuchadnezzar, the king. Then there's Nebuchadnezzar, the man, you know? When you talked of your family, I really felt that. There's so much pressure to live up to my father's memory. I had to stop my brother from taking my throne during a military campaign. Sometimes it's just too much. I feel like Even with everything, and even when I can do the things I love most, like designing buildings and great monuments, (laughs) it's just hard to be myself. 
Like something keeps reminding me that I can't fully be myself. You know what I mean? Magnolia was wet as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. That's so good. She, you know, Magnolia, she is a bit of a sapiophile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Vulnerability right. stuff as well. Vulnerability. Like- yeah, you were like, fuck this guy. He's all about boasting. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, great. well, in the historical accounts, <laughs> but behind that is a soft, <laughs> very sexy man <laughs> whose name is Chad yes. now. <laughs> He's a Chad. Nebuchadnezzar fucks. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and he will. Will you continue walking with me? Nebuchadnezzar asked. I can't explain to you why, but I feel satiated by your presence. And there's so much more of this city I want to show you. I've built some real masterpieces, almost as striking as you yourself are. I'd like to get your comments on them. Magnolia consented, flashing him her brilliant smile and reaching out her hands to run them through his luscious logs. They were coarse to the touch and full and rich. Before heading out on their way, she straddled him and kissed his full lips. Okay. She bit at them gently, sucked them. She could feel his dick rubbing up against her, growing in girth as they kissed. He trailed his fingers from the nape of her neck down her back. It sent shivers through her body, the sensation of him caressing her. She needed a little bit more of him before they went on their way exploring. She pulled her dress down from her shoulders and filled his... (laughs) (laughs) She pulled her dress down from her shoulders and filled his vision with her tits. He's had so much tit experience today. <laughs> so many tits have so been landing tits. on his fingers. Yeah. And flying off. He kissed the delicate skin in between her breasts and fondled her gently with his rough hands. She wanted him so, so bad, but she was too in love with this place, too filled with a need to see what else it had to offer him. With a willpower that seemed to come from the gods and not from within her, she slid off his body and pulled her dress back up to its appropriate place. He smiled at her in that way that men do, doe-eyed and caring, and took her hand and led her off toward the rest of his empire. They walked along cobblestone streets, and he pointed out various sights to her. Soon, they came to a temple. You've surely given honor to our goddess Ishar before? Chad asked. I've not had the pleasure to worship her yet, Magnolia responded. This is not her principal temple, but it is still gorgeous. Let's step inside, Chad said. As soon as they crossed the threshold of the entryway, the sounds of moaning became present. They reverberated against the high ceilings and pillars. It was golden hour, and the setting sun was lighting up the sculpted temple with a halo of light. On a mezzanine above, a group of men were kneeling down in a line, shuffling slowly back and forth. The scene drew Magnolia in. She she released Chadney's hand (laughs) and flew toward... I like that it evolved. (laughs) Nebuchadnezzar, and then Chad, then Chadney. Chadney. And flew toward this moaning mass. Up the stairs, her Spartan sandals slapping against the tiles. I realize that that's not like that's like a normal and a good way of explaining that sound because it is the right way. But it's yeah. just in this context, it just feels 
consensual. Oh, That's yeah. the point. Yeah. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Once on the mezzanine floor, she saw a beautiful woman sprawled on a chaise lounge, legs splayed open. The men were moving around her, taking turns at her pussy. She felt Chadney's massive hand on her small back, gliding her toward him. He wrapped her in a purple robe and whispered into her ear, This is one of our priestesses. Here, her beauty is being honored by these men. And then, without even a moment's hesitation, this gorgeous, gorgeous man broke the division between us and them and inserted himself into the scene before her. He also, what a beautiful way of phrasing that. Yeah. (laughs) That was really good. This is also just so lovely. This whole like chapter or section. Wanted to write something pretty for once instead of chaotic. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. I love, I like that it's unpredictable. Yeah. This is chaos because it's so like, oh, when when is it going to go off the rails? (laughs) Yeah. We've all just been silent because we're like genuinely enjoying reading this. Yeah. (laughs) It's like actually sensual for once instead of yeah it's so nice honestly it's harder to write like a sensual scene than being hilarious oh yeah i think yeah especially when you're writing with friends you know like by myself i can pull off the like sensual series a little bit more easily oh yeah blowing up your own narrative by yourself is would not be yeah it's a lot harder Blowing up your narrative sodomy? I'm sorry, but it's, uh, it's my nerd knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> We're such supportive friends. <laughs> he tapped on the priestess's delicate shoulder. The men, worker bees in a nest, folded back, and this queen lifted her head. He whispered something into her ear, and the woman drew a golden sash from the floor tossed around her body, and slid off the chaise. Magnolia, my priestess, you shall be honored here. Okay, Magnolia said, but only for a moment. There's so much more of your incredible dynasty that I want to see. She meant that as an innuendo. (laughs) Of course she did. Wow, that was so good. That was so lovely. Thank you. Ooh, exciting. Okay, I don't... Mm-hmm. I mean, Some things to work with. I yeah. guess she's getting honored. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> Time to honor. Not to worry, Magnolia. I too will venerate you soon, he winked, and slid his robe off his impossibly cut body, legs asunder and meeting at a cock so Adamantine? I have never heard that word. That Magnol- What the fuck does that mean? Let's see. Adamantine. Utterly unyielding or firm in attitude or opinion. Too hard to cut, break, or pierce. Wow. Like I a diamond it. in luster. Okay. Like yeah, a diamond. diamond. Incredible. Oh. His diamond a dick. A cock. Yeah. His diamond dick. And meeting at a cock so adamantine that Magnolia did a double take. <laughs> I picked that, I pictured that so like comically exaggerated. Oh yeah, very cartoonish. Like, <laughs> like uh uh. Like spit take, somehow she has coffee. <laughs> yeah, somehow she has coffee. <laughs> As he gripped his penis, his massive hand looked small by comparison. Wow. Magnolia stared at him. Wow. Yeah. 
Auga. <laughs> Magnolia stared at him, pleasuring himself, as the priestess tied her wrists to the top of the chaise with the golden sash. Then she procured an identical sash and tied it around her head to cover her eyes. The priestess's lips drew close to Magnolia's as she tied the knot. Is this okay? She whispered. Magnolia breathed a confident yes, though she was a little sad she could no longer see the pulsating body of the king of chads. <laughs> then the priestess downwardly pulled Magnolia's dress off of her, tearing it. <laughs> Get wrecked. Oh my god. That dress is going to make you come back in the next episode. Somehow it's going to be miraculous. Just sew it back together. <laughs> just wait, just wait. Let's get these rags off of you. <laughs> oh my god. No, it gets better. Toss the torn pieces into a fire. <laughs> read it, read it properly. <laughs> Maybe read it from the beginning. Yes. We have Phoenix rising from the ashes. Oh my god. Yes. I can this this is my favorite fight. <laughs> this meta fight is the best. Okay, I'm gonna start it from the beginning. <laughs> then- I'm like literally like crying as I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Then the priestess downwardly pulled Magnolia's dress off of her, tearing it. (laughs) Let's get these rags off of you, she said, and cast the torn pieces into a fire. (laughs) Then it gets, wait, Magnolia would never know what became of that dress. (laughs) You cannot bring it back. Way. You thought it through too much. You knew I would try and make it rise from <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Never say never. Oh fuck. <laughs> it will come to her in dreams. Every time yeah. dreams, it will be of that dress. Right. I'll be I love it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Magnolia sat back arched against the sumptuous cushions of the chaise. Hands bound tightly and waited. Her body was quivering with anticipation. And soon she felt a tongue slide along her right thigh, then another down her neck behind her left ear, and still another along her left side just below her boobs. Oh, hot damn. Mm Mm-hmm. That is incredible. Warm oil dripped onto her body, splashing on her rich chest and cascading down her writhing body. Mighty Ishar, goddess of sexual love, let your blessed fluids descend upon us as an intoxicating mist and let us bask and bathe within them. Two more tongues began exploring Magnolia's slick body and it was beginning to become too much. A mountain was being climbed within her and soon there would be no going back. With a familiar grunt, Magnolia could sense Nebuchadnezzar approach her, and she responded by smiling. The grunt. <laughs> or just to interject, I feel like the oh. grunt kind of threw off the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's I don't like, know. I, I, needed, I needed her to hear him. I don't know. Me, like, <laughs> okay. Why do you turn everything into a pig? <laughs> Why do you ruin all of my scenes <laughs> with pigs? <laughs> 
ruin all of my scenes with you. You ruined my dress. (laughs) (laughs) You ruined mine first. Oh my god. I feel like we need to invite a mediator. (laughs) Like Tanya, Mom, Elizabeth started it. All right, Sodome and Liz, settle down, authors. With a familiar grudge. <laughs> well, he's, oh he's pleasuring himself, right? So that was my yeah. thing. Whatever, I'm going to justify, justify myself to you. No, no, it's good. It's just because Elizabeth Barrett Boning has to, like, make it so gross. Yeah. <laughs> With a familiar grunt, Magnolia could sense Nebuchadnezzar approach her. And she responded by splaying her legs, inviting both him and the goddess to enter her. The many tongues vanished. It was slow at first. She could feel herself being filled half inch by half inch. And she did not know how much longer it would be before she felt his pelvis against hers. With each passing moment, her gasps grew louder. And then rapture. Their bodies connected as much as they could, then he withdrew, then connected again, increasing his vigor and his roughness, banging as hard as he could against the great gates of Ishtar. (laughs) (laughs) This was so good, and then it was... (laughs) (laughs) Chadney held onto a leg of the chaise with one hand and Magnolia's raised ankle with another. Chanting began around, mimicking their cries of pleasure. (laughs) In intermittent moments, Magnolia felt outside of her body, breathing in the deep pleasure of the universe and of existence itself. And she could imagine the scene around her, the priestess's tits and labia along the many penises and pendulous testicles. It's just like when it's written in such beautiful prose, and then it's like penises and pendulous testicles all (laughs) hanging out. It's too much. (laughs) It feels unholy. It is. It is. (laughs) The priestess's tits and labia along the many penises and pendulous. Sorry, along with. Oh, I was really imagining the tits and labia along the penises. Yeah, I was just meant like sliding along. Oh, you know what? Fuck me. Just leave it. Just leave it. Correcting myself. No, it's great. The priestess's tits and labia along the many penises and pendulous testicles, all hanging out like the fruits of Babylon's great garden. The mounting, collective pleasure that could shatter this temple. And with this, just the right amount of thrusting and just the right firmness of clit stimulation, she was one with all of it and gone far away across space and time. Wow. She tried to keep her breathing as quiet as she could as she knelt hiding behind a corner. The tunnel of light from the security guard's torch was moving back and forth and she could hear the footfalls getting further and further away. She reached behind herself and touched the large backpack strapped to her for reassurance. Oh, she what? Was, yeah. Okay. What I'm so. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm so into it. Sodome is throwing us a curveball. Of course. 
Got to oh. blow up the narrative, right? Always oh, curvy. Oh, just right. as curvy as Magnolia. Curvy. Yeah. Ooh, nice. She was dressed all in black, her curls tied up in a large bun with a mask over the bottom half of her face. And she was ready to try something a little reckless. Okay. What came next truly caught her off guard. A post a post-coital magnolia wearing nothing but sandals and moss. What? Okay, wait. Just read, a, just read. Yeah. A post-coital magnolia wearing nothing but sandals and monstera fronds in her hair appeared in the middle of the museum hallway. Augusta Volva was panicking. Magnolia, she whispered. Get the fuck over here. Magnolia, still high on Chad's dick, was a little slow to react. <laughs> Wait, I realized that I just read that without reacting because I'm like, I need to know what's happening here. <laughs> I didn't even get the chance. To- I feel like that happens all the time where it's like, we just kind of blow past like pretty big revelations because we're like, we must know what happens next. Yeah. <laughs> There's no time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Magnolia, still high on Chad's dick, was a little slow to react, but she scuttled toward Augusta. Hey, what are we doing? Where are we? When are we? Fuck. British Museum, 1921. I'm here to steal some shit and bring it back to where it's from. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Fuck the British Museum. I'm here to steal some shit and bring it back to where it's from. What are you doing here? Can't control myself, remember? Magnolia, however, took the hint and hid behind Augusta. Wait, we can bring items with us? Augusta pointed at her large backpack and then breathed, shit, 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 before composing herself. I love the sudden spy scene in here. I know, I'm so into it. I love this. Wild. Okay, you do as I say and follow me, no matter what, yeah? Isn't the obvious answer just, oh no, they can't, sorry. What, what, what? No, you should, what? You're just for them to fuck? Oh, obviously. And, oh, and then they fucking, they go away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but she's here to steal. She's on a mission. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Magnolia promised. I won't ruin this for you. As those words left her mouth, Sakito Shigeo swaggered toward them. Hey, ladies, look at us. All together for the first time? Wait, Augusta, where are you in your timeline? We'll fucking figure that out later, Sakito. Fuck, why are you here? <laughs> Who's there? A guard's gruff voice could be heard echoing across the hall. Everyone froze. <gasps> oh my god! Holy <laughs> shit! <gasps> what? Tune in next time. Did you have that planned the whole time? It's been an idea percolating in my mind. And I was yeah. like, am I going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to fucking do it. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's what. Because someone got in touch uh, and was like asking how far you could stretch the like mechanics of clothes coming with you, and they're like, mm. could, you, could you bring a backpack? Like, and and like specifically when I think Liz wrote that, like, oh, she could wedge a notepad in her vagina, which is really sounds uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> she doesn't have to do that because she could be wearing a backpack. So it's just like it got me thinking about like, yeah, how stre- how far could we stretch the mechanics mm. of clothes, like. Mm-hmm. What could we be doing other than just exploring new places? Whoa. I don't know. I like it. It's good. <gasps> this is so good. Oh, yeah. I'm so interested. 
especially at hitting 40,000. Oh, what were you going to say? I was going to say, well, it's just the first time, like usually we've done distinctive bits, you know, like chapter one is one place. chapter uh, two is. Like, so I like the fact it's like you're, we're starting to like blend them together as well. Like it's not. Yeah. Distinctive where like she leaves at the end of the episode. I don't know. It's just. It's I was kind of done with Nebuchadnezzar. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was fun, but like, it was very like, it was a very small scene. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I was kind of done with him. <laughs> I was here to steal other treasures back from the British museums. He was too much of a Chad. <laughs> he was. No, but but I've been thinking about how how do we operate within the rules of the universe? Because mm-hmm. I mean, I think I don't think it's a spoiler to say that like Magnolia going back in time can't really change the past, right? Yeah. Everything that's happened everything that happens to Magnolia has already happened kind of thing, right? Yes. So if she's influencing something, it already happened. It's our, our universe is intact. But mm-hmm. what if you went back to pre-CCTV museums, um, stole yes. a bunch of shit, and then went forward in time and gave it back? You're not disrupting timelines. Mm. So oh. I've been toying with this idea. Anyway, sorry. I'm mm. save it for next episode. Sorry. No, in I'm so interested. In all back. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. This is so fascinating because like the mechanics of it is something that like, or are, they are something that it's weird because we've been operating and I know that you two have been kind of thinking about the mechanics, but at the same time, it's like, we only need to think of the mechanics as far as we need to use them. So it's mm-hmm. interesting to like see them evolve and then also like how things change. Wow. And I, and I also like from character, from the character perspective, like Magnolia explores in the way that is true to her character. Other mm-hmm. people who have these powers want to do different things. So yeah. he doesn't travel that much, actually. He prefers yeah. to stay mm-hmm. in his time and make music, which is fair. Sakito's like, not horny. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. We'll find out. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, and so Augusta is a very different character. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the goal than than Magnolia. It is also mm-hmm. interesting because, like, it's forty thousand pages in, and we're developing a community for her. Like, she has been alone for so long. Like, although she hasn't been alone, alone, she has been like. She's been solitary kind of in her adventures, in her like struggles, in her experiences. She's been alone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it is interesting that like also a while back, like you hinted that Ashley, her sister, does have the same like power. Yeah. Right? But like we just know that there are other people. And then now we know that there are other people and a whole community of those people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's only after like a full novel in almost like length wise that we are seeing her get in with her community. And like, to me, I'm like, Ooh, like that feels like it's like a setup for like, you know, cause like the plot was so different. Cause it was like a journey of self-discovery mm-hmm. into a journey mm-hmm. of like, you know, finding community. And then now it's like we, like the world is even bigger. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, 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 what will be next in the next chapter of 
the Ouvre Jambes Chronicles book one yet to be titled. Book one entitled <laughs> The Dress. Yes! Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> the impossible dress that gains sentience and also has time travel powers and is brought in chapters. Imagine the dress were the thing all along. The dress is the ultimate villain of the series. <laughs> <laughs> no, the dress is the ultimate reality. Oh my yes. god. <laughs> oh my god, they're all threads in time making up uh-huh. the dress. Wow, and when you burned it, you must follow the dress. <laughs> Fuck the dress. powers in existence. Fuck the dress. I'm done with it. Oh my gosh. Wow. Ugh, I never thought railed in a sundress like that gag would turn into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. I am looking forward to seeing how gags progress. In Ooh. the next chapter. Yeah. You know, I just feel like there's been a lot of a lot more continuity in the last few, which has been like really exciting. Honestly, mm-hmm. I feel like we're more confident in the continuity now. Yes. Before it was like still like Liz and I figuring out how to write together and just yeah. like yeah. not wanting to being careful how we pick up what the other is putting down. But now I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's lean more into like how she has clothes on and we don't need to like talk about how she finds clothes. You know, we can yeah. Yeah. And just stuff like that where I like I feel mm-hmm. like we're we're getting into more of a rhythm, more comfort comfortable. Yeah. I do love that. There's a lot less explaining because there's a lot more that's like assumed to be real between you two. And then you just kind of take it wherever you want. Like all of the exceptions do genuinely prove the rules of this world. Exactly. And and now that we're bringing in all these other characters, we don't need to explain the ritual of when you yes. arrive in a new plate, you know, like we've already yeah. established all that. So now we can like just get to it and it doesn't yeah. have to be like weighed down mm-hmm. by that. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, I can't wait to see how it progresses. Everyone needs to follow us on all of the social media and also to email us so that you can help or DM or whatever so that you can help to entitle this novel because I have still not thought of a title and we are getting close, I think. And also thank you to whoever it was that reached out. And now we have such an exciting and interesting plot to follow. Not that we didn't before, but before you, there was nothing before you person who reached out. There was nothing. Thanks for listening. Yay. See you next time.